0: Welcome to episode 270 of Destination Linux, whether you're brand new to open source or a guru of Sudo, this is the podcast for you. My name is Michael. I'm Jill. And I'm Ryan. And on this week's episode of Destination Linux, we're going to be talking to Emma Marshall from System76 and an awesome, fun, you can guarantee this this interview is going to be fun and happy. Yeah. And then we're <laughs> going to check out a new RISC-V offering in the market. Plus, we have our tips, tricks, software picks, all this, and so much more coming up right now on Destination Linux real quick announcement for those who are not aware this episode is only going to be posted on the new show channel for destination linux if you are not subscribed be sure to do that so in our community
1: feedback this week it comes from depesh who writes us to say hey dl in view of the launch of the new podcast channel we just talked about that how exciting Woo-hoo. i congratulate you you all. Now, the new podcast channel, Michael, specifically, every show on the network's going to have its own YouTube channel, so you can subscribe to the content that you want versus coming here and getting hit with notifications all week, because we have content all week long coming out, whether it's the DOS Geek channel, Hardware Addicts, Michael This Week in Linux, Destination Linux. You've got content all week long coming from the network, so they'll have their own channels.
0: Yeah, for those who are wondering about like why we're making this change, well, we had some some growth issues a couple of times so far because we've had to schedule like, when do we release this episode of this podcast on this you know this part of the We don't want it to interfere with other shows and when they release. So we decided to spread it out into their own channels to make sure that that's no longer a problem. You can subscribe specifically to each channel you want to to get that information. Although if you are just listening to the audio version, you're totally welcome to do that. They're all going to continue to have audio feeds. So that's that's part is not going to change, just the way we do in the YouTube stuff is going to change and uh, well it already has changed so we'll have a links in the show notes but you can check it out right now by going to destinationlinux.network slash subscribe which will have a links to everything all in one place
1: yeah so depesh goes on to say i'm a regular viewer of your live podcast and i come here weekly to get up to speed on what's going on in linux i'm a computer vision machine learning student and for the past two years i've completely shifted to linux i use kubuntu Congratulations, by the way, on completely shifting to Linux. That's awesome. I would like to mention one incident that recently happened to me. I went for a project discussion with one of my professors, and he saw me using an OS that was not Windows. So he asked me, what OS are you using? I said, it's Kubuntu, and it's a Linux distro. And his response was, excellent. It's like Bill and Ted. Excellent. Woohoo! excellent. (laughs) Yes. So we got another professor like a Jill, because Jill, you would be excited if a student came up to you and said, hey, I'm using Linux distro out there.
2: Absolutely. And the nice thing is, is open source and Linux are slowly making its way into the education system. It's happening slowly, but it is happening and a, a lot of that has to do with the licenses that they have with Microsoft. So sometimes that's why it's a little slow at integration <laughs> to our, our favorite open source operating system. But it well, is happening. It was-
1: Really cool about this, Jill. Is a lot of people are going to school and they've been. You get this sheet if you go to college that tells you all of the stuff that you have to have ready for each class. And a lot of times they would say you've got to have Microsoft Windows, yeah, and you've got to use this Microsoft software in order to send your documents and everything else. But we're starting to see a lot more colleges starting to loosen up with that. Like in Mm -hmm. this case, with this professor, where they're like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you want to use Linux, use Linux in there. And that's going to open up a whole new realm for us Linux users out there. So I think that's really cool and appreciate you sharing that story there, and you also probably made Michael very happy because Kubuntu.
2: Kubuntu. <laughs> well,
0: very, very good choice, I'll have to say. Very good choice on that. Kubuntu is a great uh, distribution, especially with the KDE experience. I mean, there. I for those who don't know, I might be a little bit of a fan of the KDE Plasma desktop Really?
1: No A L- little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Little, I've only mentioned this maybe once every episode five times, but uh, KDE Plasma is a fantastic desktop environment. Kubuntu is a fantastic distro for that, so great choice. And I think that what makes this the best experience, one of the best experiences anyway, is that you know with Kubuntu, you have a nice polished out-of-the-box experience. While I like Plasma for its customizations and the the plethora of options you can have, it needs a little bit of work on the out-of-the-box. And Kubuntu addresses those things, and that's why it's a great choice for people who are getting started with Plasma or just getting started with Linux. So if you are considering which one to get and you're looking towards the Plasma, uh, the KDE realm, I think Kubuntu is a good option. Nice.
1: What well, we love hearing from our worldwide community, what we want you to do is get your official DLN mug. It won't work unless you have an official DLN mug. Mm-hmm. That's the rumor anyways out there. Fill it with some coffee or bubbly. Sit down on the nearest stool and send us an email to comments at destinationlinux.org. And if you want to join in, in a real-time community discussion, we of course have our matrix and element rooms that you can join, but you can also join the forums that we have on dlnforum.com.
0: This episode of Destination Linux is brought to you by DigitalOcean. Cloud computing can be, let's say, complex, but standing up reliable, affordable cloud infrastructure really doesn't have to be. At DigitalOcean, you can enjoy a comprehensive portfolio of compute, storage, database, and networking products that put your cloud infrastructure in capable hands so you and your teams can get back to doing what matters most, building world-changing apps that grow your business. You also get predictable pricing structure, uh, great services that developers love, and robust product docs. The tutorials at at DigitalOcean are just fantastic. I mean, they they have thousands of them and they keep them up to date and they're so in-depth, so check those out for sure. And you can also get support at every stage of growth, from teams of one person to teams of a thousand people. With simple, powerful cloud computing options, you can grow at DigitalOcean. And as a listener of the Destination Linux podcast and a member of the DLN community, you can get started for free. In fact, it's better than free because DigitalOcean is giving you a $100 free credit when you go to do.co slash tux2022. That's do.co slash tux2022. So again, get started with your $100 free credit on the awesome cloud platform of DigitalOcean by going to do.co slash tux2022. And want to thank DigitalOcean for sponsoring this episode of Destination Linux. We are so excited to have Emma Marshall back on the show from System76. And we first want to give you a very extreme congratulations from the DL family for your recent promotion at System76 to VP of Customer Care. Thank you for coming on the show.
3: Thank you very much for having me.
1: Well, I do need to mention, though, before we go on, uh, Emma is the former happiness manager before she became the VP of customer care. So we also need to provide a warning to all of our listeners that this episode contains both Jill and Emma. This means there's lots of pink. Lots of happiness is going to happen in this episode. You may experience overwhelming feelings of joy, excitement. You may even find yourself smiling during this interview. Uh, We're not sure... That your speakers or screens can handle this but you have been warned that this is going to be happiness overload
0: here in fact there might even be a singularity created of happiness we don't know for sure we don't know how the science works but just it's possible (laughs) it's possible yeah
2: rainbow unicorns extreme
0: (laughs) (laughs) look i even have my unicorn here in preparation perfect lots of
2: unicorns
1: (laughs)
0: and to commemorate this special occasion i've also customized the highlights of my kde plasma desktop with pink And I recently made a video that has a very heavy highlight of pink on my uh, desktop. So you can check that out. I'll have it linked in the show notes. But before we get into all the exciting toys from System76, we want to know what a day in the life of the VP of customer care is.
3: I start by going over the previous days, repairs and advance replacements and returns. That way I can study each ticket and review uh, if there's problems or if there's common issues happening either with the technical side of things, with um, the way we're communicating, or just any overall problems that could be consistent across devices. So helps us troubleshoot if there's one component that's faulty that we need to stop shipping a batch of, or if there's one representative that may need to um, have a better week or something, uh, we like to be able to catch that quickly. So I like to review all that stuff every day. Then I review um, customer reviews. So I read every single customer review and rating and survey. So that takes up quite a bit of my day and it's really fun because we have so many more positive ones than negative ones. So I get to just fill myself with all the happy customers all day long and determine where we're having our strengths and where we can improve ourselves. So reviews and surveys and that is compiling data on different issues is a huge part of my day and motivating the staff. I like to uh, work with the happiness team. I still work very closely with the happiness team um, representatives. And when I come across good reviews, I post them for um, positivity time. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So I post those daily um, and call out different reps. Our team has 13 people. So it's important to keep everyone motivated throughout the day. I also organize little events like we just did Pi Day which was really fun. Um, I ordered like 10 different pies and um, brought them to the factory. And then we ate them at lunchtime and then um, in the afternoon. And it was just a really good time. And I also organize our monthly happy hours for the happiness team, which includes like sales and QA and um, support. So, We do like an hour each month where we we join virtually and um, everyone gets free lunch that day. And then we play games for an hour. And I created this game called Slackers, which is something that we all look forward to every month. Basically, do you guys are you guys familiar with Slack at all?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So
3: it's a popular chat app that we use. So when people say something funny, I'll have like notifications set up. So if someone says LMAO or ROTFL, something like that, I'll look at the phrase and see if what they said was super funny or nerdy. And then we'll compile those into a game at the end of the month. <laughs> And so, awesome. um, I'll read the phrase and then everyone has to guess who said the phrase. Ah. And so it, it gets everyone laughing and I try to trick awesome. people by putting similar names next to each other. So it's like, you think John might've said it, but it was totally Levi, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Love so, it.
1: Hilarious. I want awesome. to work at system 76 now. Yeah. 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 Very happy. They're awesome. Like you get <laughs> lunch parties and all the awards and fun. That's amazing and it's so important i think especially in care to keep people motivated to be able to handle because you get the good calls and you also get the bad calls sometimes where people are frustrated and upset and that can bring everybody's spirit down so keeping everybody ramped up in high spirits like that is amazing and that's why you've had so much success i think with doing things like that but i have to ask what is the silliest or craziest call that you've ever received? Because you have you guys have <laughs> dealt with thousands of calls. There's got to be one that stands out as like, wow, that was really silly reason to call or that was a very crazy caller.
3: I know this one because I've, I've had to tell this story because it still hasn't been topped. So this lady calls in and she's asking how to disable her webcam, but she won't give me any details. And I'm like, well, I can't. Um, I can tell you how to turn it off and on with the function keys. Um, I just need to know what laptop you have. And she was hesitant to give me the laptop model. And then she she assumed that I knew what it was and was saying, I know that you know what machine I have. You have my phone number. You have my name. I know, I know how this works. So just, just tell me how to disable the webcam. <laughs> and I was trying to tell her that I can't just I can't just give her instructions on. Oh, she wanted to remove the webcam. To remove mm. the webcam, I can't just tell her how to open up some random machine. You know.
1: Right.
3: So I, I keep trying to get the serial number, and she goes deeper into saying she's part of Project MK Ultra, and her name, is, her nickname is Damage Goods. And <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my insisted, goodness,
3: insisted, insisted. <laughs> like, and this was a real call. Like it was, it was dead serious.
1: Oh that's sad.
3: And so I was like I was just kind of going along with it and I was I was going to have I had every intention of helping her except I needed to know the serial number so I know which model I was working on. Right. And she just thought I was trying to spy on her and she thought that I had ulterior motives because I wanted her serial number. It's
1: yeah, kind of part so, of the qualifications to be part of MK Ultras to be a little
0: bit. Oh my god.
2: Well,
1: goodness.
0: it's also, it's also weird, but considering that she assumed that you already knew because you already had the data, what's wrong with giving the data again then? Right. Like, if you what already is- know, yeah. what is the, yeah. boss, tell me one more time. If, if you already <laughs> assume that, make that assumption that it shouldn't make wow. a difference.
3: Yeah. But the best, the best part about it was it wasn't even a System76 laptop in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew she it. She never, never gave me the info. And finally, I, I was like, because she wouldn't, she wouldn't give me the serial info. So I finally was like, well, can you tell me what your laptop looks like? And she's like, it looks like all the other laptops. It's silver. It has an H and a P on the lid. And I'm like.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So, but it was.
3: uh it was like a ten or fifteen minute call, and I thought it was it was so bizarre and funny, and it was real. It was, it was the realest call I've ever had.
2: <laughs> so, uh, there's been a very exciting announcement from System 76, Emma, about the work being done on your very own desktop environment made using REST. We're all oh. excited about about yes. the progress on that. Uh, what can you tell us about and what are you most excited about in this endeavor?
3: Um, Well, I think it's really going to be interesting to see how much faster we can make the desktop responsiveness. Mm-hmm. I think the, the memory safe and the super fast nature of Rust programming is is really going to make the desktop a much faster experience and more responsive and tailored to our needs, um, make you more productive and need less resources from your computer to operate. So um, that's what I look forward to is just having it be less resources and just getting straight down to business. But yeah, it should be having an alpha in summer 2023. so um, it's going to be it's a ways out there but um it's going to take a lot of work so but we've grown our development team and i have all the hope in the world that they're going to get this done just in time
0: nice i'm so excited Uh i mean it is a lot of development so i mean it makes sense it would take a little while to do it because you are taking on a building a big project with a new programming language that isn't hasn't been used before in this kind of project so It totally makes sense Mm -hmm. but i'm curious what's the plan of integrating it with uh, the pop os is it going to be a you know alongside gnome or is it going to be a replacement
3: at this point um it looks like it's alongside but i think the the whole goal is to make it its own desktop so yeah we'll see where that where that leads but as of right now it's it's alongside
0: very cool. I'm also curious about Pop! OS itself. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff that's been... I mean, we've talked about Pop! OS on the show many times because of the different uh, tasks that are able to be done with Pop! OS, like the, having the different AMD ISO and the different NVIDIA ISO and then having the options for getting the kernel updates probably. much faster and stuff like that. And Ryan even gave a story before about how there was the, Pop! OS was the only option to run on a piece of hardware at the time that he got this new piece of hardware. So I'm curious what exciting news do we have for Papa West coming?
3: Um well, I think mainly the the rust des- rust-based desktop, just cosmic in general is such a huge project and I think it's something for everyone to look forward to and I can't really think of any other like main things that are in development that would outweigh the cosmic desktop that's so. pretty
1: big doing
0: your own yeah, yeah. environment yeah, yeah. it is big. pretty big and i'm also really excited to get the kde version of pop os oh
3: yes one day yeah. Yeah, it
1: just
0: get announced here officially i mean yeah. I, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's like subliminal messages but like overtly subliminal
2: Yeah. <laughs> and emma i have been really impressed with how well pop os runs on some of my old hardware uh-huh. So you guys have really optimized it. I've I got it running on a ten year old all in one that only had uh, two gigs of RAM and it ran beautifully. <laughs> so I've been really and I, I use it. It's one of my my uh, gaming OSs that I oh, use okay. for gaming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the thing that that makes me love, everybody has their own thing why they love you know a certain mm-hmm. distro. But for Pop OS for me the most amazing thing a part of it is the fact of the hardware enablement that you all roll outside of the standard Ubuntu. And Mm -hmm. that, that story that Michael gave was when AMD had just released their brand new motherboards and their brand new Ryzen chips. And I was trying, because that was kind of the theme of my videos at the time, to do a video to show, look, this brand new system, this brand new processor from AMD and this brand new motherboard works in Linux, except no distro was working. Arch, it wouldn't work. Ubuntu, it weren't work, nothing. And finally I took PopOS and popped it in there and you all had enabled this feature that nobody else had enabled to allow this motherboard to boot because it was Absolutely. an issue that AMD had released yeah. and allowed me to show Linux running on this latest hardware because of PopOS. So that hardware enablement is such an important piece and my, for me of what PopOS does. And I appreciate everybody who works on that over there. Uh, but one of the latest innovations from System76 is your new keyboard and it's called Launch. And Michael and I both have our orders placed. (laughs) We both have launch keyboards coming to our home. So we can't wait to do a review on that. Now, this keyboard is designed, engineered, and manufactured right there in Denver. Tell us why System76 wanted to make a keyboard in the first place, and what is your favorite feature of this launch device, this launch keyboard? Well,
3: we're all about productivity and customizability and um, open source. So what better way to bring that all together, but with a keyboard, the tool that we touch the most during the day. So it should be comfortable and it should be customizable and it should be productive for you because that's, those are the things that we need in our lives. And making it open source is just our company philosophy. So all the plans all the, the cat designs, everything that you need to make the keyboard if you have the right materials, you can do. And I think that that's something that's really strong for our company because we believe in the right to repair. We believe that you should be able to own your actual piece of, of machinery and make it yours and be able to modify it and, um, repair it yourself.
0: Yeah. That's um, awesome.
3: a very cool machine. Um, I was actually there yesterday, uh, building them. So I might have touched one of yours cause we did, I think we did a couple hundred yesterday. Oh it wow. Felt like I a know. couple hundred. <laughs> if I see like a pink <laughs>
1: fingerprint on mine, I'm going to be like, Oh, Emma, Emma helped develop this.
3: I know I had to get a gel manicure because my nail polish over for the regular nail polish kept like chipping off. And I like, having to wipe it, I was like this is slowing me down
1: <laughs> right.
3: so this nail polish doesn't come off so you shouldn't have any pink things on there but yeah if you see glitter on one that might be me but sorry <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah we we used to install all the switches by hand that was one of the things that my team um, when they needed extra hands I'd get people to volunteer to go in and we'd um provide lunch and have like a keyboard assembly party and so nice. we try to bust out hundreds at a time but now we have a machine that does the switch installing so now we don't have to have as many of those parties but yesterday we finally got to have one and we installed keycaps and PCBs and did all the testing and it was a, it was a great time
1: they made our keyboards while partying michael these are gonna be happy these are gonna be happy little keyboards that we're gonna have in our house
3: we got It'll the music exciting. going, put all the love and energy into it, and uh, everything's perfect. So, Aww,
1: cool. You know, we well, should Emma. have told Emma ahead of time, <laughs> and she could have pulled out our keyboards and done a little video on it, like, this is Michael's, oh, and then, there and we then go. I could have paid you to sabotage it, and then this it is Ryan's.
2: You nice, had a idea. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It would have been cool. There's
2: still time. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. There we go. I want a pink one. Oh, <laughs> I want a too. System 76 pink keyboard and a pink Thelio and all the things. So bad. I want some pink powder coating option.
3: I yeah. was pleased with this This one shade of the Martian Red came out and it was like more pink than red. I loved it, but it just wasn't quite red enough. So nobody used it. But <laughs> it got <laughs> one rejected. Day on my birthday, they will present me with a pink Thelio.
1: Wonderful!
3: It will be awesome. Uh, Uh (laughs) The the launch—you can make all your keys pink. You can order different keys. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I know that. So that was what I was planning to do when I get the launch keyboard. In fact, I have a rainbow gradient. I love. And a yeah. Miami one's called Miami that I love. And that'll oh, be okay. perfect on the on the system seventy six launch. I like
3: what we have now. I have this pink and gray type of shade going on. Mm. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know
2: if you could see that, but I like the light mm. pink with the dark gray.
1: I'm shocked yeah. you chose pink. So that's pink. a really interesting choice <laughs> for you.
2: I'm I'm using a pink keyboard right now, but I can't show it because it's uh, it won't reach. Yeah, <laughs> but- oh, that mouse is so fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's awesome. I like it. <laughs> very awesome. vibrant. <laughs> very I vibrant.
1: Have, yeah. Well, he, here's mine. Nobody thinks it's yeah. fun. All right, fine. Mine's <laughs> like
0: gray and. <laughs> It's not fun (laughs) either, Michael. Put your mouse down. Our mouse are lame. They are a little bit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Emma, I literally have about 40 different pink mice. So I've been on the mission to find the best one. And and this small one has been perfect for me because I have small hands. That's perfect. (laughs) And I like having a nice solid mouse click. And this one does. You know, some of the mice have these the softer buttons and I don't like them as much. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited about the 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 launch keyboard because I uh, I'm very much into the customization and the the multi-layer part of the keyboard. So you can have like a regular keyboard and then switch it and have a uh, customized macros and all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah. I am looking forward to messing with that because I guarantee you I will create something for running this show and that sort of thing. But it, it actually reminded me when, when when there was an announcement for the keyboard, it reminded me of a. Uh, a story related to my visit to system 76 a couple of years ago. And when we were doing the, the where the, the warehouse tour, I saw all the cool machines that they had at the time to, you know, do the development of the Thaleo and that sort of thing. But also we had a, um, like everybody had lunch together, which was, which was fantastic. And I remember one of the employees of system 76 brought out a kit to create a keyboard. So while there was there was a conversation like about, you know, just general conversation, but also there was a a subsection that was like, okay, here how to make the best keyboard. And then uh, and then like a few months later, there's an announcement that they're going to be making a keyboard like, of course, they are. That's that that (laughs) perfectly fits.
3: (laughs) So the nerd fights had been going on for a long time, like (laughs) (laughs) the unproductive nature of talking about keyboards was probably just getting too overwhelming for all the departments because it wasn't just one person. It's like everybody has their own keyboard and everybody's was right and everyone else's was wrong. So <laughs> right. there was exactly. a lot of discussion about keyboards and we have a lot of we have fanatics. I mean, if you guys um watch we just released a video on Levi and it's called make build create. He's showing off like a quarter of his keyboard collection which is a ton more it's more keyboards than i've owned in my lifetime <laughs> and they're all different shapes and sizes but he was heavily involved in the project and you can tell you can just tell that Passion. we have fanatics working on this keyboard so and you'll you'll be able to notice it once you once you take it out of the box
1: well it's funny you mentioned that because in hardware addicts when we're talking about different companies that are making hardware and things one of the things that becomes clear when a company gets to a certain size is they start struggling with that fanatic side. And that fanatic side is so important because that's where the innovation really comes in. And the companies that you've seen really start to take off lately, like Lisa Su and AMD, right? This is a bona fide engineer herself that came in to turn this company around. So she could talk with the engineers and the developers in a different level than what an executive coming out of a big Ivy League school could that has never worked their way up from you know the bottom to the top in a company. So the fact that you all have the fanatics and the fact that you harbor that culture is why you get so much innovation, I think, because we've seen it time and time again, as we profile these companies Mm -hmm. on hardware addicts, that those are the companies that really continue to innovate and not just buy their way to innovation by acquiring another company or something like that. And I think that's what makes system 76 very unique. Yeah.
3: We bring in a lot of um, speaking of fanatics, super fans, Uh, We have that super fan program where people will try to come out System76 for a couple days when we we treat them to a very nerdy event. A lot of those people that participated in those have actually come to work for us. So our company is just is full of fans and experts in the Linux field. So
1: that means never an argument either, right? Never an (laughs) argument.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, never. <laughs> oh. And and one cannot have enough mechanical keyboards. I'm this sorry, is true. I have a huge. I have over a hundred. My, over hundred. Oh my goodness! <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> you start a museum. I've got I've got um, thirty pink ones. Oh. <laughs> and, the, and my favorite, like what I'm using now, is a sixty-five percent keyboard. That's one of the reasons I'm going to love the launch keyboard as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Emma, there is (laughs) a cool rumor that you name all your specialty machines after the Simpsons characters. (laughs) Specifically, (laughs) the Switch installer for launch is named Herman. What are some of the other Simpsons characters, machines at System76, and what do they do? (laughs) So a lot of the the Simpsons ones are related to keyboards.
3: Um, We have uh, Nelson He's our smasher. Um, He likes to smash things. So (laughs) we smash with no key caps on at first to make sure everything is responsive and registering a code um, and check for LEDs. Then we put the key caps on and then it gets smashed 100 times to make sure that um, each key is registering. So um, we also have Selma, since she smokes all the time, um, it blows (laughs) <laughs> it blows air on the keycaps that um, are royal caps, the royal switches Love i mean it. perfect so they test hyperactivity by blowing air onto each key it. At, at a certain pressure and if the key <laughs> responds then the switch might be hyperactive or defective so that's one of them. And then the switch installation machine, we we were actually thinking of calling Willie, the groundskeeper, Willie, because he makes a mess while also cleaning up. And he's always like vibrating or smashing or doing something or making weird sounds. So, and its alarm kind of sounds like a bagpipe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, of course. And then um, we have Ralph. He uh, We're making a machine that helps glue the pieces that connect the the bottom angle bar so we have ralph because he glues himself to things (laughs) perfect
2: (laughs) oh that's brilliant yeah we have a uh, a
3: laser name edison we have a laser name (laughs) breckenridge those are more nods to colorado i think um but breckenridge is funny because uh, our founder bought a laser instead of a house that year um in Breckenridge but now now he has his house in Breckenridge but originally it was it definitely was replaced with a laser
0: (laughs) that's how you know you get dedication (laughs) laser first yes
3: laser then house we were pretty excited on the
1: show last time you were here talking about the laser and the fact you have lasers although you've not given us access to play with the lasers yet one of these days we're going to get down there and do that
3: yeah we have lots of lasers now like we yeah. actively use i think four four big ones um wow. we have a little one that i don't i don't know where that one went off to,
1: i feel like you need to do austin powers names on some of the lasers,
2: <laughs> lasers.
3: <laughs> freaking
1: lasers
2: lasers <laughs>
1: <laughs> so system 76 also of course has its line of laptops out there last time we asked you if you would pick for us your favorite laptop out of all of them that wasn't very nice. So we're going to be much nicer this episode. <laughs> just ask you to pick one of your favorite laptops that you think people should check out. One of the many good ones.
3: I like the Gazelle right now. Um, it has switchable graphics. It's just a powerhouse. Has a great CPU lineup. Yeah, I think it, you can get the, the GTX 3050 or the 3060 on it. The stats on those guys are, are pretty hefty. So Um, Overall, it's a great laptop for gaming or work or both. So, that one I would definitely recommend to everybody. It's a little bigger than than your little portable laptop,
2: but.
0: Get more power out of it.
2: It has a lot more power.
0: You know, many people want to buy System 76, and there's a lot of people who have looked into it, but they just can't afford the current offerings. Are there any plans to see a, a $500, $600, maybe $800 range, somewhere around there, for a laptop in the future from System 76?
3: Um I think $800 range is doable. Um I don't I don't know if the components we use we could get margins that low to to make them in that price range, but I mean if we were to use different components maybe, but at this time I would just say our lowest is um is what's on our website right now.
2: Yeah, and are there any plans to use The expertise learned from the Thelio desktop machines and build your own laptops in-house. Yes. And
3: that is a very exciting (laughs) project. Um, So that's (laughs) one of our other bigger endeavors besides the Cosmic Desktop. So I'm not sure exactly where we are in the stages of that. Um, I know there's discussions. But yeah, the the design and everything should start soon, but it'll probably be a couple years before you see that, but definitely on our radar and something we're
0: working towards. Awesome!
2: So cool. We'll have we could have uh, wood paneling uh, on our uh, on our <laughs> laptops and, and red and blue and maybe even pink.
1: Pink, pink, <laughs> you gotta have yeah. pink. Yeah, you need to really <laughs> throw yourself <laughs> into this discussion, Emma, and be like, we yeah. we're gonna do laptops. We're gonna have a pink option. Period. Yeah. Make, make them do it.
0: This is not yeah. negotiable. <laughs> exactly. I
3: don't know yes. That there might be like a pink type of theme in cosmic. I'm not sure. I don't know. Woo-hoo.
1: so speaking of the Thaleo this is a fully repairable upgradable Oshawa certified open source hardware like everything you're doing there at system 76 it's designed engineered and manufactured in your factory in Denver just like the keyboard in my opinion it's a hardware addicts dream machine we talk about all the things you need for a machine when we're on the hardware addicts podcast from different manufacturers and things and this checks all the boxes being fully upgradable, repairable, all of those things. Tell us what goes into making each Thelio and some of the siding things that are available now for this lineup that you have.
3: It's an incredible machine. Um, So much love and hard work and quality goes into making these machines. It starts as a flat slab of aluminum in our factory. And um, every process is just expertly crafted. And it's an amazing process. Um, but yeah, you can do um, AMD, You have Ryzen, Threadripper, or Xeon CPU. So the, the range of customization across the board is incredible. And the upgradability of each machine is limitless, really. So it's easily repairable. And every time you buy a Thaleo, we donate um, or we plant a tree um, in a national forest. So that's another thing that people might not have known about. There's little nice touches, um, like there's Morse code written on the side. I won't tell you what it is. You have to figure it out now. Um, (laughs) You have like little mountains as a nod to Colorado. And then um, the space, the space theming um, on the back of the Thaleo, the air intake is actually the position of the solar system at the Linux Epoch. Mm So a lot of nerdy eh, little
1: Easter eggs go into building it too. Eat that apple. And you yes. can actually open this up. Eat that and apple. And change <laughs> yeah, parts that <laughs> out. And you guys don't glue or solder everything together to do this. It's yep. it's like uh, engineering marvel. Who would have thought that that was and possible?
3: you don't need um, tools. So you can just... There are thumb screws on the back. And then you lift the case up. And then your components are right there.
1: Yeah, And it's absolutely awesome. beautiful. The wood theme that you put on these is gorgeous I've built my own desktop since I was a little kid I grew up in a family where we built our own machines my dad had a shop this is the only time this machine that I'm tempted to buy somebody else's work because it's so gorgeous and so much geek and nerdiness goes into creating this I think it's an awesome awesome machine and, and right now there's like a sale going on on them so if people want to check them out I think it's like a hundred dollars off or something I was seeing this week on the Thalios. so something to check out
2: yeah. Emma, someday I'm going to be getting myself a Thelio and I I want to put two GPUs in it. <laughs> Absolutely, you can totally put two GPUs in a the Thelio. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Even up to four. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I,
0: I was, when I was, when I was during the, the uh, warehouse tour, they were arch, they were building one that had four in it. And I was like, yeah. why, why does this need to, okay, of course, you, because you can't, but. <laughs> <laughs> but People have awesome. their
2: use cases. Yeah. You know that AI <laughs> is power hungry for sure. For AI, sure. and I would use it for rendering animation. So yeah. that that would be the work the workhorse for the industry.
1: Maybe uh. three of those could fall off the truck <laughs> and end up being shipped to us. I <laughs> <laughs> thought just putting that yeah. out there. Like That'd weird be weird awesome. things have happened. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: But you know speaking of use cases for different hardware in addition to the Thaleo and the laptops there's also the Meerkat which is the 4.5 inch mini PC and you can use this as a server for streaming or as your main PC but what are some of the most unique use cases that you've heard your customers say when they're using the Meerkat
3: There was one that did a preterm AI like they were doing AI to prevent premature births and just health defects that could that could happen, um, like genetic markers that help you determine if there's going to be a problem at birth. Um, We had a blog article about that, I want to say like two months ago or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's worth worth a read, um, just seeing what kind of programs they use and how this little powerful machine
2: is, is able to do that.
0: That is definitely a use case I would not have thought about off the top of my head. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh,
2: yeah. So what other exciting things can we look forward to with System76 this year?
1: Give us the scoop, Emma. Yeah, All the secrets. <laughs>
2: we're just growing so much. Um, I I
3: just can't explain how incredible it's been to be part of, of such tremendous growth, bringing on all the right people on the bus. I mean, we're just going to drive even further into success than i can imagine and there may be some new new products coming out like maybe a new keyboard maybe a new pc mm-hmm. i'm not sure but there there could i can't really talk about what is coming out, maybe could
1: be there could be cool stuff coming
3: there could be but you know maybe we'll just sit tight for a year and not bring anything out for you guys
1: lies Aww. lies <laughs>
2: I can't wait to see you at Scale this year, the Southern yeah, California I'm Linux excited. Expo, the end of July. Woohoo! We're, we're actually going to be at Linux
3: Fest Northwest as well. Um, I know that one's online, but um, we'll be in person. Just, just me so far um, going to Scale. So, you guys can come say hi, and I'll be happy to do some meetups and come say hi to everybody.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'll be going to Scale as well. Uh, yeah, Ryan yeah. mentioned last a couple weeks ago or last week that I might be going, is now confirmed I will be going. So, there okay. we go. Hey,
2: woohoo, Michael! Awesome. Oh, I'm gonna show him around town, and, and yeah, get it's him. gonna be fun. Yeah, give Michael a good time in LA. You're this gonna is make him gonna wear the penguin
1: a... hat, right? Yes, the whole time. <laughs> okay, good,
2: perfect. Because <laughs>
1: yeah. you will really stand out in a crowd at like six foot or whatever you are, oh, Michael, yeah. with a penguin hat on. I mean, I think it's going to look awesome. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: For sure. laughs> well, Anyway, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Emma. And uh, thank you also for all the amazing work that you and the team at System76 have been doing over the years. And everyone should go check out their website and see all the amazing machines that are available that we've been discussing. Also check out Pop!OS. Even if you don't have a System76 machine, you can use that on your existing uh, hardware. And it's a very awesome experience and it's a great distribution. So check that out. And thanks so much again for coming on the show, Emma. We hope to have you back on the the show real soon. Yep,
1: thanks for having me. This episode of Destination Linux is brought to you by Bitwarden. Get started right now with your free account at bitwarden.com slash DLN. A password manager is software that allows you to have peace of mind knowing that your online accounts are secure. Bitwarden provides you the tools to store all of your passwords in a secured vault, auto-generate those passwords for you, and even automatically fill them in on login forms so you don't have to. You can access your data across many types of devices, like your web browser, using their uh, mobile apps, your desktop apps. Bitwarden is across all of your devices, so you always have your password safe and secure there for you. Bitwarden seals and encrypts this private data with end-to-end encryption before it ever leaves your device, so you know you're the only person with access to your data. Go to bitwarden.com slash deal in to get started I Dimension. It's free, you can literally get started with all of this awesome technology for no cost at all. They have all kinds of amazing features though that you can unlock for just $10 a year, $10 a year. You get a gigabyte of encrypted file storage, two-step login with YubiKey, U2F Duo, Vault Health Reports, Bitwarden Authenticator, TOTP, and Priority Customer Support. You also get complimentary Bitwarden Families accounts that are gonna be granted to every user of a current cloud-based enterprise plan, so you can bring the password security of Bitwarden Premium home to up to six of your family members. Bitwarden is just adding so many awesome features, not only for your personal life, but you can use it at business. You should have it both. You can have your personal life and your business all together. You can get started right now, bitwarden.com slash DLN. We want to thank Bitwarden for sponsoring this episode of Destination Linux. So in the news this week, there's more hardware. This episode's full of hardware full of exciting <laughs> hardware. Jill, I know this is gonna speak to your heart because it spoke yes. to mine, but Clockwork Pi has announced an open-source portable terminal using the DevTerm Kit Form Factor that uses a 64-bit RISC-V module based on the Allwinner D1. They have other modules out there that they use that have this similar design or form factor that is gonna come with this RISC-V, but they've been ARM options up to this point, which are fine, but this is the first one that's a RISC-V uh, mm-hmm. option that you can put into this form factor. Now, RISC-V is an open standard. So open standard, we love open source stuff. We love open stuff on this show. And this is open standard instruction set based on the RISC principles that you'll see in ARM. Uh, many open source enthusiasts are very excited about the future of an open source instruction set and what this could mean for the freedom of your hardware. Now, I will mention the dev term R01 in their own words that they put on the website here is highly experimental. It requires experience with Linux systems and FOSS. Gee, where would mm-hmm. they find that? Maybe on this yes. show? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's a lot of those type of people here. Uh, but you do need experience with Linux systems and free and open source software. But in the box, Jill, this is only 239 bucks. number one.
2: Yeah. It, Isn't it, that incredible? It's amazing. And, and getting a RISC processor on top of that. And... Again, this uh, this is this little terminal. It's it has a very uh, narrow widescreen 6.8 inch IPS display, which is is really high quality. Mm-hmm. But it's really intent, intended for um, coding and distraction free, you know, work in Linux. Yep. So that's that's why the screen isn't, uh, you know, is, is the size it is. I've had this in my my list of hardware to buy. I had the previous uh, Raspberry Pi version. Uh, there are two other models. The risk one is definitely is going to be one of my next purchases. It has to after. go
1: in the museum. I feel like there's yeah, a spot absolutely. sitting in the museum. This is why shell. this was made, waiting specifically yeah. right. at Jill's museum. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so it's like it's like a form factor of a mini form factor of an Atari ST, uh, but with a little screen in it. Or yep. similar to a mini Commodore 64, but with contained all-in-one with a little screen. And uh, it's just, it, it's amazing. It, it has all the retro look, but with modern features, like USB yep. and USB-C and <laughs> HDMI out. Even a <laughs> so thermal printer. Even a thermal, it even has a thermal printer for yeah. printing out documents. When I first it's saw like,
0: this, I was like, is this for yeah. someone who wants to be like a tinkerer who wants to also print, print receipts. out receipts? Yeah, like yes, <laughs> like, like one it, of
1: those tax calculators <laughs> or
0: something.
2: I would use it to print out. Hey, I could print out my show notes on it. <laughs> there we go.
1: I don't know if you could read the show notes very well, <laughs> no, I on little paper, I'd but have to yeah, have
2: big font on there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I definitely, anything that screams of a retro look, but has modern functionality, I'm all over it. And this is just beautiful. It's really a neat system. 32 gigabyte (laughs) high
1: speed TF card with clockwork OS inside of it. And one of the things that I think is neat about this is this is not a device for everybody, right? You have to be a RISC-V enthusiast or somebody wants to work with RISC-V on there or a lot of writers out there, people who write, want a distraction-free writing platform because Mm -hmm. your browsers or messages, element, whatever, things are going off constantly, you're trying to write, but there's always these distractions coming. So the idea behind this, they even talk about it, uh, about these modules, no matter where you are, DevTerm brings you a focused and immersive experience, provides you with an anywhere door escape for distraction-free typing, deep thinking, whether you're writing stories or you're writing code, those are some of the things that you could do with this device. But it's very early on. It's a tinkerer's device, but obviously it would be perfect mm-hmm. for someone like Jill or something to play oh, with yeah. out there. So it's pretty neat.
0: It's kind of and funny it, how you were talking yeah. about this and you were saying it's it's a for a distraction-free experience. Anybody who's watching the video version will notice that I just got distracted while Ryan was talking about it <laughs> and it Scroll. made and it made me laugh, I'm like, oh, I need this thing for that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Michael no uh, longer absolutely. gets a computer for the show.
1: He has to look at the little dev mm. term, 6.5-inch screen. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's how you yeah. can keep me
0: focused. <laughs>
2: Well, the other awesome thing about it is it's really easy to put it together. I've seen videos of people. It's mostly snapped together, with, uh, uh, but there's only uh, two screws at the end that even you have Even you could to do use. it,
0: Michael? Look at that. Yeah. Yes, even I and, could do it. I saw the, the way yeah. it was put together. I, I totally could do it. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. And you, you could. And this would be a f- perfect device for Michael AI. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, AI Your
1: Michael. Your AI storage, the yeah.
0: First oh. AI on Risk Five, Michael. <laughs> That'd, be <laughs> cool. like That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I do. I think it's awesome that they're they're doing the Risk Five thing because I, I, Risk Five is such a, a really interesting, uh, you know, piece of architecture in terms of what it can do and what it will be eventually. But we're we're sitting at a stage of like this is in a particular situation of. You know what comes first? Do we get the cheaper products, or do we, you know, do we get the you know high end, super powerful, but they're very expensive products? Like that's where they're currently in the stage. So this is a great device for the purpose of making something that isn't so expensive, but still has a Risk Five chip that can give you give you usefulness. Yeah. So I'm really happy that they're doing this with Risk Five.
2: Yeah, and you can uh, you can game on it too. It's got uh, the Clockwork Pi has Retro Arch installed, and it even has um, a Someone little game arch? pad on it, and and arrows.
0: Different on kind it. of arch.
2: <laughs> different kind of art, yes. Oh. Retro art, different kind. Of art. <laughs> and it doesn't come with the batteries because of uh, shipping issues. But you don't—you you can order the batteries on Amazon. I found mm-hmm. them, uh, but you can power it with the USB. So
1: I think this uses the no eighteen six hundred and fifty batteries, like that go with yeah. flashlights and stuff. So they're wa- yes, they're getting That's more exactly, yeah. widely uh, distributable, yeah. available for people to pick up. So also in our software spotlight this week, we have a tool, well, you could probably use with the device we just talked about, Upterm. Upterm is an open source solution for sharing terminal sessions instantly over the public internet via a secure tunnel. Upterm is good for remote pair programming, accessing remote computers behind NATs and firewalls, and remote debugging. It's very easy to use. In fact, once you install it, you just type in Upterm host dash dash bash and... That's it. It's going to give you the key that you need to connect to. Client opens a terminal and connects to the host session using SSH and you're in. So you can set up a secure tunnel. You can connect to your other computers that are in your home. I did this with my computers in my home just to test this out. Works beautifully there. It's really cool to check out and try out. Jill, have you ever used Upterm or something like it? Oh, yes.
2: Definitely, definitely. And this is something since we're talking about, I will try on my DevTerm when I get it.
1: <laughs> nice. That term yeah, would
2: be great. <laughs> it
1: Would be perfect for that. Especially yeah. you got that smaller screen, but you could do some of your setup and things on another yeah. machine. Tunneling into it, it would be great, yeah. or you could use this to tunnel into your bigger machines. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Also, this week we have a tip of the week that is going to be pretty interesting for people. I think that if you may, you might have heard of CT uh, system CTL or system control in various tutorials, and today we're going to be talking about system control. However, before going through some of the commands with with system CTL or system control, we need to mention this is part of systemd, which is an init system and a system manager and a lot of stuff. A lot of people think that systemd is just an init system. It does a ton of cool things. So it's a little bit more than that. But it's used in most of the popular Linux distributions. You're probably familiar with some of the stuff if you've used it before, like start, stop, enable, and switches, that kind of thing. This allows you to run, start, uh, stop certain services, enable the services, disable services. Because sometimes when you need to uh, install something that needs access to be running, you can use systemctl system enable and systemctl C- start to get those to be running. And that's kind of that's very common. But there's also some other ones. So, for example, there's system control uh, shutdown, restart. Halt, Reboot, and Status. And the Status is, for example, if you could see if your Bluetooth services are running by doing System CTL Status Bluetooth. there's also System CTL Kill if you need to kill a process. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other great things. So there's just a few examples of what you can do with System CTL. And if you'd like to learn more, we'll have links in the show notes. Status Halt Kill System CTL.
1: (laughs) In our announcements this week, Der Hands hooks us up with all the conferences you should be getting prepped for coming up soon. We've got FOSS Asia in April. This will be virtual April 7th through the 9th. FOSS North, which is vir- virtual April 20th through the 21st. Linux Fest Northwest, which will be virtual April 22nd through the 24th. PinguaCon, April 22nd through the 24th. Grazer Linux Tage, virtual April 22nd and 23rd. Linux App Summit, April 29th through the 30th. The Red Hat Summit, May 10th through the 11th, also virtual. Open SUSE Conference, June 2nd through the 4th. And this will be in person. Open Source Summit North America, in person and virtual in Austin, Texas, June 21st through the 24th. And Scale, where we have confirmed Michael and Jill, for sure, will be there. And Emma will be there as well. July 28th. Through thirty first, so if you gotta pick one, I mean, go to all of them. But if you gotta pick one, I'd go to scale because you get to see Michael, Emma, and Jill yeah. in one go. I mean, <laughs> come on, a
0: lot of them are going to be virtual, so you can pick, you can go to all of those if you want to. Uh, but there was was funny when you you said the the grazer Linux stage, When I first read that, I was like, laser tag. That's gonna be awesome. Uh,
2: Linux Linux Tag, I think.
0: Linux, Linux Laser Day. Tag would be amazing, would be awesome. right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, we need to do that. Maybe that'll be the destination Linux conference when we do one. It'll be just laser wow, tag. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: It'd be amazing. Would Jill be really Peter aggressive tag. in Laser Tag? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You see her, like rolling over through I cover should... and stuff, taking you out, dropping down from a column and she's gonna be like take everybody go be. Go be.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I've played it at scale, in fact.
1: <laughs> I bet you're very competitive, Jill. Yeah. I have this feeling you're very competitive. I,
2: yeah, an IRL. Yeah. <laughs> IRL? I know. <says>. Uh, <laughs>
1: Oh, you're such a geek. I love it. All right. A big thank you to each and every one of you for supporting us by watching or listening to Destination Linux. However you do it, we love your faces. We're here every Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern live at dealinlive.com, And the best part, everyone is invited to watch the recording of Destination Linux each and every week. We can't wait to see you in the chat.
0: We also have our glorious patrons, which get perks like unedited versions of the show. They also get to hang out with us in the patron post show, which happens every week in the sixty thousand square foot digital stadium immediately following mm-hmm. the show. So if you wanted, like, if you'd like to become a patron, you can go to destinationlinux.org/patreon to sign up, and you get all those great perks. And more that I haven't mentioned because there's just a ton of them that just we can't. Too many to mention. We just don't have time for mentioning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, you should go to dealinstore.com where you can pick up some great swag. There's the Linux is Everywhere T-shirt. There's the Hardware Addict's hat that Ryan is wearing. The and of course the 33% More Jill shirt and Yay! coasters and all sorts of great stuff. You, there's t- uh, there's there's mugs, hoodies. I mean, we again, it can't list it all because there's just so much awesome stuff there. So go <laughs> check it out at dealinstore.com.
2: And make sure to check out all the amazing shows here on our wonderful Destination Linux Network. We have the Pseudo Show, This Week in Linux, the DOS Geek Channel, Linux Out Loud, Hardware Addicts, GameSphere, and put your cowboy hats on and join our Saturday Linux user group, Linux Saloon. So everyone head to DestinationLinux.network and subscribe to all of these great shows. And don't forget to leave a rating on your favorite app. Click that star or five stars and click that thumbs up so others can discover (laughs) the power of open source and keep those penguins marching in the full Monty of Linux and Rainbow Unicorn open source awesome sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, extreme.
0: Extreme. (laughs) All right, after after everybody has clicked the five stars, be sure to have a great week. And remember (laughs) that the journey itself is just as important as a destination.
1: Thanks everyone oh, see you next you week all.
0: you know i we, you know what's funny we talked about in the intro about the happiness thing like the intro of the, of the yeah. thing you mentioned like you know there's gonna be a warning everyone's it's, been warned to you. it's gonna be positive and it's happy <laughs> and stuff like that and i've just realized that we finished the show my cheeks hurt from smiling so much <laughs> like Yay! it's legit what? a real warning <laughs> What is
1: that dark hole in your heart doing right now, Michael? Like, is yeah. it starting to heal together? Like, are you feeling uh, fibers
0: come together? I think heal? it's been completely replaced. Oh, I don't know. Our oh. oh. heart is now a, a pink unicorn. <laughs> yeah, happy heart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's a unicorn shaped exactly.